When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, beautiful human. Thank you so much for letting us into your ears today. We are about to catch up with Big Time Rush. The guys are on our couch all together for the first time in actually years. No question is off limits. So much to get to, including new music, then buying their rights back, a tour, and so much more. Please share our podcast with those you care about. Hit subscribe, leave a review, and enjoy. Here's James, Carlos, Kendall, and Logan. It's Big Time Rush. Hello, beautiful human. My name is Zach. That is Dan. And uh, we have here Big Time Rush. That's right. What? I really genuinely think the last time I talked to all of you as a group was probably in the year 2012, I think. And I think it was an injury that we did at the TRL Studios. I'm going to put a photo up on the screen. Wow, thank you. I yeah. feel very old. No, I mean, no, TRL reference and 2012. Just throw <laughs> that out there like that was casually not 10 years ago. Bro, I feel old all the time. <laughs> I really do. And yeah. every day in my life, I'm reminded, like, one of, one of the best and worst things a human being can say to me when they come and I'm out on the streets like I am a thousand times a day. They go, I've been listening to you since I was a kid. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, we how get, old are you? I'm like, how old are you? We get, you're my childhood, bro. What's worse is you were my childhood. Oh, you were, yeah, yeah, you're yeah saying, you were my childhood. What about, okay, not, so you're not anymore? coming to our tour this summer, <laughs> or you are, I, I'm confused. I, or, or I used to love you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or you used to be my favorite. I'm like, what changed, bro? <laughs> but, like, think about it. Your mustache. That's what changed. But you guys are a purpose. Yeah. You did go on a hiatus, and the truth is, like, when you announce these, t- like, shows in the amount that you did which is only a couple right like it was new york chicago yeah and, the and a shows. couple jingle balls like yes shows. i was getting calls from people begging me to try to get them tickets because they couldn't get them they sold out too quickly yeah us too i changed my number yeah <laughs> <laughs> are you surprised by that or are you, were you expecting it oh i mean yeah we were surprised because you don't want to have any expectations with this kind of stuff. I feel like in music, you want to go in and just be excited and then be pleasantly surprised when something, at well, least that's me. Well, that that was the purpose of those those shows in the winter. It was, hey, okay, listen, we, we have all these dreams and plans, but is this thing going to work? Yeah, let's get a gauge. Like, yeah, like is it going to work? So, so we put these, you know, smaller shows on, up, and the fact that they sold out that quickly made us go, okay, maybe this is gonna, yeah, maybe it's gonna work. And I won't lie, the jingle ball one, whenever me and Kendall were on because we were on each other's, you know, sides, whenever they started chanting, I was like, ah, that feels good. Yeah, that was that's, a, really that's cool a good moment. moment. It's crazy. That's how you know, like, yeah, this is something. Why didn't this happen sooner? Because the dates around everything, like, <clears throat> the show ends in 2013, the hiatus begins 2014, we're in 2022 now. I, I in one breath, I feel like you waited the right amount of time. Right. But at the same time, I do wonder, like, did you think about doing this sooner? Of course. Well, we had plans in 2019, and then, yeah, <laughs> something, yeah, yeah, something yeah, happened. I can't quite recall what it was. Uh, but truthfully, I, <laughs> totally believe, forgot. I really believe everything happens for a reason. Um, first off, we really needed to go and explore our own individual artistry, whether it's music or acting. Like, we went off and did a bunch of our own projects, which fulfilled us. It made us more confident in who we are. We all became, truthfully, more stronger singers. So then we did start the conversation like, hey, it'd be fun to do this again. And the timing had to line up with our schedules. And then that was in 2019. All of us were free and excited about it. And, you know, we started writing music, truthfully. So the silver lining of taking those those two years was we had good music, but we really found our new voice and our new sound. And so once we finally were able to go out and start releasing music and playing shows again, we're, just, we're in such a good place now. Let's be honest. It took us a minute. 
It took us a year and a half. Well, we started, started doing yeah. Zoom sessions. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I never want to do another Zoom. I had another kid. I just kept popping out kids. They were like, bro, are we going to do this? I moved to Hawaii. Yeah. I mean, I think I think we all knew that this was going to happen one day, but it 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 was almost like. Hey guys, I'm ready. Are you ready? Logan wasn't ready. Hey guys, I'm ready. Are you ready? He's not ready. Hey guys, I'm ready. You I ready? was always ready. Hold on. I certainly wasn't. Let's not use that as an example. I've always been ready. Yeah. I've had a lot of conversations with these guys, and it was like, man, I just don't think it's going to work. And I was like, all right. Or, man, I just don't want to do it. Yeah. Was there someone who was the most hesitant to get it back together? I mean, I straight up needed a break for a while. I'm not right. lying about it. It's probably me, though. I will say that I only really started mentioning it around maybe 2017, 2018. Okay. Because I figured that everyone, I mean, even myself included, I had a lot of stuff. It just, but then around those years, it was like, maybe we should, I don't know, talk about it a little bit. And then the it time worked out. The time well, worked out. Hold on. And, and you know what? Respectfully, it was hard. I mean, yeah. think about this. We have like a, like this, this brand was a, I'm not going to say billion dollar brand, but it was a multi-million dollar brand that was not owned by us. Anywhere from one to a hundred. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it was, say, it was a billion dollar brand. But fuck, yeah, it's a trillion dollar brand. We're working towards a quadrillion dollar brands right now. But, but hold on, it wasn't owned by yeah. us. Yeah. And that's what so, I kept wondering. So like, there's no way for us to be like, we're doing this. Yes. It's way more complicated. Yeah. Even to get access to the Instagram account to post that initial oh message, gosh. wishing everyone the best during COVID, I was like, how? Uh, well, because, well, we really want to know. How yeah, I do. <laughs> well, because I know. Well, we had a dream. <laughs> we had a dream of, hey, how can we own the brand, do it our way, and uh, you know, with the support and blessing, of course, um, of the attorneys of Viacom and Sony Columbia, <laughs> we now operate on our own as a band. So, and, so here's the Instagram story, though, which is kind of funny. There was oh, yeah. a big time rush Instagram. There was a fan again. There was at Big Time Rush, which was ran by these two lovely fans who really did a great job for a long time of posting pictures of us and kind of keeping oh, us going. Thank you to them. And thank you to them. Also, thank I'm pretty sure we owe them tickets. We should follow they, them. Yeah, well, they have lifetime tickets. They actually, actually, like, they actually wrote me this morning and they said, so what do we get? <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. I saw no it. I was way. like, oh my gosh. Well, no, they get hooked up. They get hooked up. So that one of the requirements was that they were the first two people that we followed. But anyway, they kept it, and we talked about how we were going to do it, and it was like, you know, I'll, I'll just reach out to them, you know, and make it more personal, and I was like, whatever you guys need, you know, thank you so much, and at the time, we didn't announce anything, so it was sort of like, we just want to keep the legacy going, you know, I didn't want to say, well, we're announcing that we're back, you Yeah, know? that's why yeah. they see those tour posters, they're like, so, they're like, we well, should charge them a lot more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, they were kind enough, and they said, look, just like, you know, um, follow us and, and hook us up. You know, it's like, you guys have lifetime tickets, you know, whatever, whenever you need it. And that's the story. Nickelodeon or Sony didn't have the Instagram. The Spotify yeah. had been hacked what? by some yeah. kid named Luigi who we thought about hiring <laughs> for marketing. He, he crushed it. Luigi was crushing Because it. he was doing a really good job. Shout he was out taking to Luigi. Random songs I don't know where he is. He's somewhere in Peru or something. And he, like, he was marketing his own music on the Big Time Rush team. <laughs> what? Yes. Yes. So they literally just let yourself collect dust to the point where people right. just like, it was right. like yes. finders keepers. And then yeah. hold on. And, then, so. and then when we said we wanted it, they were like, oh, what do you mean you want it? We're like, oh, wait, hold on. Like, like, wait, they totally forgot about it. Yes. The Twitter well, had been hacked. That was a blessing for us. You know? yes. The fact that they did, we were able to come in and, and figure that deal out. Right. So like, I know because we work for the same people that like, I mean, you. Uh, there's so much to discuss here. Like you worked with some of the biggest egos that I've ever, still to this day. No comment. Ten years later. No I'll, make comment. I'll make every comment. I'll make every comment. Oh, here we go. This is my show. Yeah, yeah don't worry. Yeah. No, but really. They're all really lovely people. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't think we have to say that anymore. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure we do. Let me think back of the contract. I'm pretty sure we have to be no honest. Yeah, all sure. I'm saying is you navigated some of the craziest waters that I've ever witnessed in my life. Truly. And I... It, I had to deal with a microcosm of it. So the, the thought of you dealing with it on the biggest scale that you were dealing with it on is crazy. To Why do you think we took an eight-year hiatus? I get it. <laughs> we all got scurvy <laughs> on the process. Yeah. Well, you know, it's so funny. Like, you, like real real truth. Like, you, you joke about scurvy and the lack of, like, fruit and needed. But sometimes you work for these people over there and you... They don't feed you. You keep going and you keep moving. Well, they make it's, you feel bad for asking. Oh, yes. Not all of them. We had some really wonderful people, truthfully. But yeah, that's, that's the strange part about certain sets that you go on and it's like, hey, you got a huge budget for this, but like you don't have 
water available no. for the crew? Like, oh, we ran out. So is anybody getting me some water? It's 100 degrees out. Just like silly little things. But... I'll tell you the briefest story, and we'll probably even edit it out. I was doing Kids' Choice Awards 2012. Easily the biggest Kids' Choice Awards they've had in, in, in probably since. <laughs> Ever since. Well, I mean, honestly, I, I don't mean to be, be an asshole. It was like Will Smith hosted, Michelle Obama showed up, Taylor Swift was there, uh, Katy Perry, One Direction, and again, Michelle Obama. Big Time Rush. Obama, big Time Rush. Were I mean, you were in attendance 2012, I'm yes. pretty sure. Yeah, you were. So you sat in the back. No, that was... <laughs> we showed up. No. no that you was the year. So the Infantry won... won their first win that year. Right. Yeah. Right. And what? We, we, won, we won Best Group 2011, I think. And then 1D got Best Group 2012. I know. Ours was in Argentina, but... But you know... problems and its struggles like anything yeah. we didn't have day off for years at a time but truthfully it was the best training you could ever have yeah you know, that is true it's prepared us now you know we're putting on an entire show we're filming movies simultaneously doing our own projects it doesn't feel like that much work because we were so you know trained and worked in this mm-hmm. this capacity environment we got to so. work with some of the you know the coolest people in the world and, 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 and now we kind of know Russell what we Brand. don't want to have happen so yeah. that kind of helps as well Look, we know exactly we, how we want this to run and we paid our dues yeah like totally. yeah. everyone's got to do it somehow and to me that was the best way to do it sure like it, it it was rough but you know you think about it when we like all signed up for the show they give you a contract and and even though it's really not the best contract, they're like, there are thousands of other kids who want to do this. Do you want this or not? Yeah, they tell you that. Yeah, yeah, they tell you that. Yeah. And you literally have to go, you know what? Yeah. And that's what you sign up for. And we're also yeah, who am I to admit it? And we're still paying yeah. our dues to our record label, <laughs> technically. Well, that's what I'm wondering, right? Is like, do you have to go through, because the, the truth is like, you were cast in these roles. Right. This was not a band that was organically formed. You didn't know each other previous to... I mean, I'm assuming you each went into different audition rooms all over the country or sent in tapes yeah, and yeah, right. stood on different stars on a floor and looked into a camera and read sides or whatever. Yeah, they, Honestly, yeah. it brings back a lot. That's so, <laughs> auditioning, at least at that time for me, was so traumatic. And like, <laughs> you had to be. just because it made me so nervous. And I remember being with these guys and they were already together and we had our final audition and I was sweating to like the max nervous and Logan like we're doing our scene and he pats me on the back for the scene and he goes oh. <laughs> I was like that was disgusting oh. I was like good luck buddy you're gonna need it <laughs> we had already so we had had gotten the part yeah. already yeah. So, explain to me the process like the three of you get cast first and then you're the last no, one it was a two year audition process where we did thousands of kids were flown in or not be at that point they narrowed it down to maybe 50 or 100 kids flown into LA you had to sing dance I mean act. my first audition was in Texas my first was was in LA. I think the first one they had. Yeah. So LA. Logan and I basically made, were in the first screen test. Um, there was another screen test. Yeah. I think the and third then, one. And then I sent a tape in from from uh, from uh, from Florida, and then I got called. They they flew me to LA. I did like two auditions. Then then did a screen test with these guys, and it was awesome because I was the only like ethnic guy in there. It was like me and a bunch of white kids, and I was like, it was either really good or 
I'm just like the, the wild. <laughs> it's either gonna work in my favor yeah. or not. <laughs> so yeah. that so that after that screen test, they actually chose four of us, not Kendall, and we shot a pilot. Yeah, we shot without a him, million we, plus dollar pilot with three of us and someone else who we shall not name. Oh. Wait, no, he's a he's guy. Great. He's, he, he's, he's very talented. Guy. Is he Kurt. still around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's a, a huge yeah, brother, yeah, Kurt Hansen. Oh wow! Yeah. Be like, oh, shout out Kurt. Well, people know that we've. I mean, we yeah, said it before. That. But then, he's, but then, he's a good guy. so 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 we shoot that, and then and we think we have a show. We think yeah. like, man, this is obviously gonna go. And they're like, uh, a year later, a actually, year later, I think we're gonna recast again. But they didn't tell us who who they were gonna recast. So the whole summer, we're calling each other. Hey, have you heard? Hey, have you heard? No, nothing. Oh, dude, is it me? Is it you? Is it you? Oh, that's terrifying. And who was the main guy? Uh, yeah. Kurt. Kurt. I had other friends audition Surprise. for the next, the next coming of, of whatever <laughs> yeah. this was. Really? Yeah. And I, so I had met Kendall at a house party before, and we had, you had been playing guitar. We were kind of jamming, singing. And uh, it was I mean, uh, that. Maroon 5. It was Maroon 5. We were playing Room 5. He jumped in and started singing. I'm like, oh, he's got a nice voice. Who's this guy? He started doing harmonies and stuff. I'm in the band. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had my... Like, I had a series of auditions. In fact, I auditioned when you, for the one that you guys ended up doing the pilot for, but I didn't get it. And then I came back for the, when they recasted and had another audition. I, my hand was broken. I was like in a cast. Oh, I remember like, that. Singing Fallout Boy, <laughs> you know, shout out to that. Time. He was sweating. <laughs> sweating I mean, a lot. A mess. But, but then when they brought him, so they flew us all to LA, us three, for a screen test. And when he came in the room, we knew. Like we like he left and we looked at at Scott and you know like all the producers we were like that's the guy, hundred percent. Big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Worst choice you've ever made. Did you sense anything during the first pilot that like, but you, that you the, the group that exists in that moment maybe wouldn't be. I think we were so green we didn't know. Yeah, I think it was hard to tell. I think everybody was just so excited to be there. Truthfully, and we were um, trying to get our bearings too. I will say the four of us just mesh so well. Yeah. And, you know, there could have been some other combinations, maybe, but between the way we sing together, the way that we hang out, it's like, this just works in a really, really organic way. Kendall was an easy target to make fun of. We just thought it was Still just is. a person. Yeah, yeah but hold on. We, we shot a second first episode, literally almost identical to the first one. There were yeah, a couple Kendall. changes. So yeah. That's what I was wondering. Right. It was like, so weird. Yeah, so, so we shot a whole episode. new episode this Almost the same exact thing. But same opening shot with the crane and the snow. Yep. <laughs> it's weird to think of Big Time Rush without you. Right. Thank you. Like, it's not even possible. <laughs> yeah. it's I'll send you a video. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, the original I, pilot's out there. Is it out there? Yeah, it's somewhere. That's, On YouTube, you can look it up. Really? Yeah, somebody leaked it. Wow. Probably Glickman. <laughs> <laughs> like, Hold on. Fun fact. Glickman wasn't the original Gustavo. Mm -hmm. Actually, the the person it was was uh, on Stranger Things. The uh, the guy who always yells. I don't want to ruin any like, spoilers for the. Wait, is he in the, the newest new season? Yeah. La, 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 la. Wait, the well, no, he's in, he's the he's the, the guy who uh, translates the Russian and stuff. Exactly. And oh he, my god! And he helps out with him to that was writer. Yeah. That I mean, was, I mean, he's done a lot of stuff. I know, but I mean, that's do we that's know we know from? Do we right know right who now. this is? I forgot his name. I, I forgot but, his name, but that was the original. We're doing. Wait, wait that's crazy. So we're yeah. doing the 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 final table read at, at Paramount Studios, and he comes in, whatever. And the way that he delivered everything was just, just it wasn't right. It was great. It's how he delivers on the show right, right now, but I mean, it just wasn't just right for work. this. And more they, more mean. They literally yeah. recast him after the table read. Was we were like Brett Gellman. Yes, yes, Brett, Brett Gellman. Dude, yes. no way. I'm watching Stranger Things right now. Shout out to Brett. Here. Brett, you're crushing it. I know yeah. he's great. But by the way, that is a common season. thing where you do a table read and it doesn't work. They he got replaced on the spot. On the spot. Yeah. And it was crazy. They showed us the tape like a day later. It's like, check out this guy. And I happened to used to be like family friends with Stephen Glickman's family. <laughs> We'd have high holiday Jewish dinners together. So I was like, no again, way. Big mistake. What? It worked perfectly for the He's show. the best. Yeah, yeah. Really Glickman's the best. Fun the fact, best. Glickman still posts about Big Time Rush more than Big Time oh, Rush. Oh, talking <laughs> about someone who's milked this role. Yeah. We're more milky probably until his end. I mean, he's has a whole new career. I have to say, though, if you haven't seen him do stand-up, he's hilarious. He's so freaking dude. And honestly, he's the sweetest guy. Yeah. And and the thing that I'm most impressed with is how creative he is. He's like, he's a true hustler. And I've seen how he's like, first of all, he's used Big Time Rush to the max, as he should, as we all should. I mean, it's our project. But he's also just been so creative in his career, and he's amazing at stand-up. 
and he's been a lot of great voiceovers. Like, what was the voice? Storks. Of, what, Storks. He's hilarious. He was Pigeon Toady. <laughs> I want to do him. In Storks. Actually, movie. for the December shows, he announced he announced one of our shows. Oh, yeah. he came out. So, as you saw him, we should yeah. talk about that one. <laughs> we literally were like, hey, any chance you're in New York City? And he's like, oh, well, you know, I happen to have two tickets and be outside right now. He bought... <laughs> uh, I swear to God. Buy he bought tickets before, before they were available. Before they were on sale, he bought fake tickets. <laughs> Shut up. For, like, for $400 a piece. ask us for tickets, bro. <laughs> it's it's $400 He goes, I already got tickets. I was like, well, they're not on sale. I don't know what you're talking about. He goes, well, I got them from this reputable website. Dude. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, it was called <laughs> reputabletickets.com. If it was spelled incorrectly. <laughs> reputable tickets. Reputable <laughs> Oh, we love you. He's a great guy. Love you, Steven. There's a family here, obviously. Obviously, amongst the four of you, but it's larger. There's like, it, there's tangible. It's getting pieces. larger. You said three kids? You know, <laughs> one, one. <laughs> but there are pieces to the Big Time Rush universe. Is there a want to bring this show back? And I've honestly heard rumors that have not emanated from any of you. Are you sure they didn't emanate from Kendall? I swear, <laughs> I swear I've heard rumors from other people that the show could be coming back like, to Netflix. It would have to be the right show and the right time. Like, I don't think that I could go back to doing that. Yeah, no, it would have to you be a better version of, or a newer, <laughs> updated version of it. Which I think it exists. Yeah, my lucky I, would, code, right? I mean, I can literally pitch you four different versions of this show today. And by the way, I think that one of the reasons why the show couldn't work long term at Nickelodeon was, no offense to the guy who created it, it's a little like the corniness of it and those sound effects just added too old well it just it it, it created this divide between consumer and band member right that made it seem so imaginary (laughs) that you couldn't even be there well that was one of the the last shows of its time too yes after that things completely changed format so we understood that as well yeah it it did realism is definitely more of a a prolific part of modern day TV I have some ideas Oh, no. Look, we've discussed it, um, but I don't think we should discuss it right now. James, I I feel like you have no interest in it. That's kind of what I'm getting from this. You know, it's not in a complete zero, but it's certainly close. What about a sitcom? Like like a fun sitcom. Sitcom hours are amazing. Don't ruin ruin me. Dude, I don't even live here. Here's here's, here's, here's my criteria. Here's here's my criteria criteria for a show. It has to be good. I was like, I just want to make money. I don't care what it is. No. As long as we're making money. Look, the show is so important to the band yeah. i mean like we sure. wouldn't exist as a band without the show so they go hand in hand I, my only criteria for making a new show is that it's funny and it's good you know like it cannot be cheesy it can't be bad it can't be it could be like annoying. a spin-off of stranger things called stranger danger anyway so so I, i'm not trying to just make my, my point is i'm not trying to just make any show it has to be good so I wouldn't be interested if it was stupid. Well, we've gotten that far. It needs right. to be a good show. Yeah, call us, bro. Call us, man. Dude. We'll make it happen, yeah. dude. Do you want to write it? I'll get back to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think a TV show makes you lose credibility as a band, though? Well, if it's goofy like it was, perhaps. You know, because we've really established ourselves mm-hmm. now as just a band. We exactly. operate, we write, we produce. We're doing it. Even, you know, come see our show. Even the way that we put it together, it's just more mature. Yeah. But again, if it was... Something. See, not zero. Look at this idea. <laughs> if it was something that's not this like over the top slapsticky comedy, we've done that. We did that well when we yes. were, you know, young twenties. If it reflected something more mature and current, maybe it could complement it. But I don't know what that is. I just don't think that there are any rules anymore. There's no like, rules. Like before, it was like you know a band can only do this, and a, and you know a, an actor can only do this. I think now. Everything is so meshed, it doesn't even But also, look at the music we're making, it's completely different from how we were back then. Yeah, right? yes. so things, things evolve, things move on. I, I would just like to say that, I would just like to say that... <laughs> Anyways, what were you going to say? That the TV show also, it's a very complicated thing, because the TV show gave us credibility as a band. Mm. So now well, gave us you a lot just of ha- fan base, no question. I mean, it's yeah, how like, you were invented. It's how it was invented. Right. Big Time Rush would not have been Big Time Rush without without the show. And, and honestly, yeah. Roman, I dare to say boy bands wouldn't have come back as strong if it wasn't for the TV show. Because boy bands were, were left and dead. right. It yeah. was yeah. dead. Yeah. And then we had this TV show and we brought the boy band back. It, maybe it needed to have a show I, to make some it of It's incredible. not so different from the people that you saw on YouTube or TikTok who are who got their start off of that right. and then are now doing you know work. So I, don't, I think it's kind of the same thing. Right. Just a bit so I don't know. It is that. complicated. The TV show gave it credibility and now you have to make sure that a new TV show doesn't take away credibility. Do so, you think right. we need a TV show, bro? No. I think there's actually a huge opening for making music the way you make music. And I think there's 
outside of K-pop today, like, honestly, if Big Time Rush was invented today, I think the lane is way more clear for y'all. True. Than it, I, I, I do think that, like, yes, the TV show added was a catalyst to, yes, bringing, ushering in a new era of what it meant to be a boy band, 100%. But the lane is as open as it's ever been mm. right now. And I do believe that you guys have an incredibly strong fan base. I also believe that your passive awareness is really high to the point where if you make good music that like hits and it just happens to be on the right playlist or on the right radio station and tap into that right person, which they're out there, you really could rekindle something with your past fan base while growing it at the same time. Interview us after the summer. We got a few songs coming out. It's a couple of of ideas. Yeah, has anyone sent you anything? No, I'm only listening to what you've already put out, obviously, which... Can we have way, a little jam session after a little listening party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds completely and totally different from what was, but not. It sounds like the right evolution, but also music that's first time in a while that's emanated directly from you guys, right? Without yeah. outside perspective. Yeah. Or the perspective is controlled, or not controlled, but curated by you. Like, yeah. you're not being forced right. to be in a No, it's controlled yeah. in many long-chain texts between the four of us. <laughs> so, we have way too many groups. But hold on. Back in the day, you know how... How it went down back in the day, it was, hey, here's a song yeah. that so-and-so wrote, and it cost a, a bunch of money because it's so-and-so, and you guys have no choice, but you're going to record it. And also, uh, because Kendall is in this part of the episode, he has to sing this part, this part, this part, and this part. And then James will sing this part. Here's a little bit for Logan and a little bit for Carlos. And we would be like, uh, uh, okay. I mean, I was fine. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty consistent. That's, that's, that's literally how it went down. And then... We would all get in fights with second, each other. The second album was completely different. We it's were cool, like, man. Oh, right in the music, and then and it changed yeah. completely. Yeah. So, but, sorry, so, let me just add this. Yeah. I think that's what caught Nickelodeon off guard, is that we were a hired band, a hired cast, a hired TV show. But then after the first season, we the four of us were like, let's really do this. Like, why not make this more than just this? And I think that's what caught them off guard, because then we took control over, hey, we can actually sing. We can actually write. We can actually dance. And I don't think they knew what to do with it at first. Yeah. And I remember that it actually got to a point where, you know, second, third, fourth season, they started writing episodes that kind of reflected what we were doing now in real life. It kind of reversed. Initially, it was life reflecting art. We go and tour because of the TV show. And then all of a sudden, it's like, dude, Scott Fellows get an idea because of some show we did in Times Square and then write that into an episode. Or if there was a beef, he would write an episode about the beef. You know, in the band, we there was beat. something. Guys, come on, we well, love each not, other. not anything major because obviously we're still sitting here. But like, <laughs> you know, like Good he point. would. It was true that he would start to be like, "Oh, I heard that there was a little bit of disagreement here," and then he'd write an episode about it. You get lunch with the writers, and then you tell them some stories, and then they come back. You're like, "Hey, it's like I just told you that in confidence." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what is this about? Do you start writing or like taking control for Elevate? Because yeah, the, the yeah, first, and then. 24-7, is that all you guys? Pretty much. Yeah, There's so, a yeah. couple songs on there. Do you think hard. fighting for control... I mean, one, like, obviously, had to be a little scary, right? Because there is a risk involved. <laughs> How many times do they threaten to fire us? Dude, so <laughs> um, Tell them the story about the paper. Sign this contract or the entire project's done. That yeah. was a fun day. Yeah, that was a very fun day. Oh, wow. Anyways, probably shouldn't get into the details of you that. You can edit but, that out, um, right? Yeah, I think we're okay. We just smooth so, so, so we're what good is... now, guys. Look, the past is the past. <laughs> you know, we spent a lot of this podcast talking about it. Maybe we stop, you know, digging at these wounds and move on to the old guys hanging out on the couch together. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, let, let's be honest. I want to talk about how you're making music today. I really want to get there. But the truth is, the four of you all together in any sort of actual conversational environment has, like, been far and few between, if ever. And even getting you guys in one room has been difficult because it's been mostly someone's here, someone's there, you need to Zoom, live in that. parts of the country. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, everybody's scattered. So having you concentrated, talking about as much as we can about what was, to what is, to where we're going. And we got time, right? Vital. I think some of you have time. I don't know. Um, <laughs> what is it like even getting into a studio again? It's not a studio, it's a Zoom session. Do you come with ideas that have been stewing or do you come in blank <laughs> canvas no. and like figure it out together? And who leads the creative discussion? Well, now it is studio. We, we did a ton of Zoom sessions because we had to at that yeah. time. But everything came together once we actually were able to get together. It's always easier when it's us four in a room because then everybody has their creative input. When I write a part or Carlos writes a part and I has an idea, oftentimes we end up singing it because we're kind of writing it in our voice. So it makes the song so much easier for everybody to sound good on and feel good on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, Carlos had uh, brought us to Miami 
you know, him and, and, and Kendall had worked on another project with this guy, Mafio. This is one example. Mafio, Grammy award-winning producer in the Latin world. And we literally spent two weeks in the studio all together, and we finished not only an entire Spanglish EP that we're so excited about, we finished our English EP as well. Like, we got so much work done because we were just working together in the same room. That was my favorite time, us working together. Like, uh, was it like a, a month ago? Yeah. yeah. A month ago. So, like, we just literally, for two weeks, we rented a sick house right in Miami. So we were just totally inspired, right on the water. And every day we'd go to the studio, and we'd spend from 2 to 10 or... Two to two in the morning and just write and record and that one was definitely very cush. The the, the studio sessions that me and Kindle do whenever you guys are away are just like <laughs> hang out at a friend's house. That was like very like yeah that's how, that that's, was that's very the only way fancy. to do it. Logan. It, makes <laughs> it, very it makes it hard because we did do a lot of sessions, but the, you're right when it makes it easier to construct a song with four people when everybody's there, because we have to, all four of us have different music tastes. So if two of us are in a room combining two music tastes. And then you were stoked about a song, and then you send it to four people. They they weren't there, and also it might not jive with them, or it doesn't you know, work as well. Or it doesn't work as well or, for the voice. Yeah, 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 or like someone sings in a higher register, so then there's just Which, only but high the register. Flip side parts. of that, though, yeah. sometimes it forces us to get out of our comfort zones. Right. And we we've surprised each other with like, hey, I don't think I'll sound good in this part, but like, yo, that's sick. Yeah. So there is something good about it as well. I think the combination. Works great, you know. Whenever we can get together, which as you pointed out, pretty sure is a slight jab to me that it's difficult because of time <laughs> restrictions. Um, I mean, we it's, do, okay. it's great, you know. But when we, I live in LA, I live in LA. <laughs> we go, we go off and and still create and write music and send it in every once in a while. It's like, yo, this actually could be sick, and it works great, even if one of us, two of us wrote it. Yeah. Wow. So okay, so there's a divide and conquer approach, but at the same time, when you can be in the same place, it's yeah. the easiest. It makes it well, and, and most efficient. And way. we've stripped yeah. away any any. So like like for us, like if 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 James writes a song, it's all of us. Like like it, it's 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 not like James like that's James's song. No, that's still a big time share song. Everything at this point. Right. Yeah. So it's like we've stripped away anything that might cause any uh like well this is my song it's like no 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 regardless it's big time rush everything we do is big time rush i think that's a great uh baseline to have when trying yeah, to here's some advice like you're gonna start a band just split everything equally yeah that's like literally <laughs> rule number one great bands that are numerous people deep like it is a challenge but at the same time like you all are your own colors but when right. you come together you need to make one but at the same time your colors still need to be distinct and unique okay. to you right when you're working together, is are you writing off of production? Are you coming in with lyrical ideas? And like, I even know there was a Spanglish EP until you brought it up. Like that's oh yeah, sorry. You do. Way, that's Surprise! Spanglish EP. Yeah. Yeah. Guess but that's what? Perfect. Like yeah. that's. I mean, that's the first time we've said that. I think it changes on like a you know session to session basis. Sometimes it. I mean, what was the other day? We came in. You had a, a box from Airwan. Oh, it was a yeah. rubber band, and we were putting the rubber band. I came in. I was like, I have the production beginning idea, and I literally from Airwan got like the lunch combo, yeah. and they put a rubber band around it. And on the way to the session, I was just going, bang, bang, bang. I was yeah. like, this guy didn't get much sleep last night. Yeah, <laughs> let's see how this goes. And I walked in. I was like. Uh, you guys haven't heard this song yet, but it actually turned out to be really, really cool. That's great. Well, no, because no, it's, sure. it's not oh, done. Yeah. It sounds but, awesome. No, I bet that's but are we calling it Erwan? Erwan. Air, <laughs> no, but I started pulling sounds. on this sponsor, us Erwan. Um, <laughs> pulling on this rubber band, and I was like to the producer Adam, I said, "Hey, uh, just record this real quick." And he recorded the rubber band, turned it into a synth, and then we wrote an entire song. Is that like that time you guys were slamming doors at my house? And yes, yes, yeah, exactly. And by the way, that song is like amazing. That song is amazing. We got our first single written, so hey. But something works. like Fall, we came in with the... With James the, comes out in a robe. Can you guys stop slamming my doors? <laughs> it's like, three, you know, look, I'm all about it, but it's 3 a.m. I'm fucking asleep. It was also the tequila. I think that's kind of yeah. part of that. You too. know, tequila's been good for us, though. It's been therapeutic and inspirational. So, but fall, fall, like something like that song, we that we came in with like that was a little wedding jam or at least a little tune. We, and we called it French wedding, it. French, French wedding, French wedding type sound. Call it like I see it. We'll get to fall in a sec, but call it like I see it. Why was that the right first single? That's and a great question. Was there a it debate? was the only one. It was the only one that was no, finished. It wasn't the no, one that was, was also the first time that we were all really together. We went to James's house. It was the first time we didn't have a Zoom session. We weren't in some, you know. Yeah, that was. Like, we we spent a weekend just hanging out and writing. You know, exactly. I had seven people sleeping at the house and hanging out in the pool. Yeah, we really just, just enjoyed life. And because that that song reflected the fun we were having, totally. you know, it was a weekend where we went into we literally went to a friend's party. 
randomly at midnight one night, came back, worked on music a friend, again. Your friend who are circus performers, that they was are. the weirdest party yeah, I've Matt ever been to. Awesome. It was awesome. They're fantastic. They have uh, aerial stuff in their backyard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Casual. Very strange. Yeah, party. Real casual. Chickens. I mean, all sorts. Oh, yeah. of, it's, a, it's definitely like a circus. Back then. Yeah. But, um, you know, look, we had some other songs that obviously were fantastic, some of which we've released, some of which we're going to release. But this one just kind of set a tone of like, yo, this this sounds this is new, good umbrella, like, unique. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A song to kind of like uh, it almost felt like song. an album opener. Totally, you know, where it was very you know talking at the beginning of it. So we also just kind of have realized since and decided we're not gonna overthink stuff the way right. we used to. Just put out the music. We're just gonna be putting out music. We got so much new music lined up. We're gonna write so much more. Just expect a lot more because we think that that's what the fans want. For call it like you see it, is it inspired by an event? Who come? Who starts the idea? Like how does it? What are you saying? Will came in with that track, right? Yeah, we had Will Ventures come in with the track. We were writing with Dan Burke as well, who's a great yeah. writer. Yeah. He's also got, uh, you maybe met Dan Burke. But he's got I, yeah. 20 Love is his project. Really great. Yeah, yeah. Um, Super talented kid. Oh, yeah. He's and uh, that one was like a series of melodies. That one started with melodies, that for sure. That became words. Okay, yeah. cool. Right. So, we also worked with LG on the to get the first verse. Right. So that was a... A mixture of a lot. Group but we're listening yeah. to some older stuff too. We're listening to like BGs, listening to a lot of Daft Punk, and and just kind of like, I don't know, it, it you know, that some of those some of those older bands really kind of inspired on the Daft Punk. Is so old, we don't but... talk about Bruno. That's a big inspiration. <laughs> Love that song. It's a great. It's a huge. That's an amazing movie. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Does this set a sonic tone for what's to come? No. Nope. No. No. I think it's some it's ways. Just you know, a tone. With all four of us, there there is like some. There is a, a certain thread. And we I are finding a, a kind of a sonic balance vocally that we never right. had before. I do think that this music, we all sound more in sync, pardon the pun, than <laughs> we did before. And right. I, I think it's because we're specifically going out of our way to have like a single vocal producer, the same mixers when we can, and it just... And we're still exploring. I mean, yeah. the fact of the matter is we're still kind of exploring, seeing what fits. <clears throat> How do you divide vocals now compared to before? <laughs> It's still, a challenge. it's still a challenge. That's probably the most difficult part about being in a group with four singers. You know, so we do our best to look at the projects as a whole. And if somebody's not singing enough on one, well, maybe they take a back seat, but they got to make sure you got some lead parts on another. But truthfully, we also think about it from a stage perspective because we plan on playing all these songs live. You have to have your moment. And we've always kind of done that. Yeah. We've always, stage has been such like the biggest thing for us. Well, look, so we've always wanted to say, like, how is it going to look on stage? How's it going to sound? I think that uh, saying it's a challenge is the best way to look at it because, you know, if it's a problem, then it's a problem. But it's yeah. more, it's a challenge. It's something that we have to work on. It's an evolution every time we do a song. And everybody, I mean, I think the most important thing is that everybody wants to feel good. And I'm pretty sure everybody in the band wants everyone to feel good. So yeah. it's just a challenge. Each one is different because it depends on, like, some of the Spanglish stuff we're doing we have like Mafio featuring on a majority of the song. So that means there's less singing parts. Yeah. So then we have to get really particular about the singing parts. And then if we're doing something with somebody else and they're doing the whole chorus and it's not us, then there's less parts. Right. So we're hoping this is gonna be five right. songs out of 500 that we write together. Right. So you're not so precious. The more the merrier. Does it sound good? What's best for yeah. the song? And uh, yeah, what, work through it. What's the hardest part about doing this on your own? Well, I think it's been <laughs> assembling the team and we've been so lucky to have assembled at this point a really fantastic team but when we we had to learn what we didn't know about running a business about everything from distribution and the music and then the merch stuff and i mean now it's starting to move now we put in a solid couple years of work to, to build this business and figure it out mm -hmm. but it's been a, a learning curve well and the fans have truly like this this has all happened because of the fans because i can tell you from the beginning we were all ready to put in our own money to make this happen because making wow. music costs money. And totally. Studio time, producer fees, like all that stuff costs Everything, a lot of money. Yeah. Trips to Miami. And, and trips to Miami. <laughs> to the one. It all costs money. And, you know, in the beginning, we have, again, like James said, assembled a great team and their ideas were, hey, listen, let's see, you know, if the fans really want this. So we started putting out like a little merch thing here, the tours, the, the, you know, those two shows. And because of all that, it was able to fund all of this. So it's 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 really cool that this has literally been like yeah. a grassroots thing. Not to mention it makes us that much more excited to get back out there and really yeah. show them what we've been working on. Right. This, this has to be like empowering. Like you officially Absolutely. owned it's, something it's that cool. was yours but really wasn't yeah, for sure. many, many, well, many we, years. We put in all the blood, sweat, and tears to build it, but yeah, we didn't own it. So 
this is a unique situation. You know, some other bands and new kids had a, a similar situation where they bought their rights entirely. For nothing, though. For nothing. I would have loved that. Well, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's probably not public knowledge. Cut that part out. They're running their own stuff. You can edit it if it's not. Um, but truthfully, I think we're in a unique position that we were, you know, we took, again, had a dream and took the initiative and kind of gave it a shot and figured it out. Whose idea was it to do a Spanglish EP? Carlos really set us up for that one. I mean, I mean, I... We've had tons of success in, in Latin and South America. Yeah. So I think that we all wanted to do something in the Spanglish world. And I had met this producer, Mafio, who is just incredible back in the day. And and I've been trying to push like, hey guys, let's you know, let's totally work with him. So I got Kendall to Miami to work on another project. And when two and then two of us came back and we were like, You guys, we, we have to do this. You should have seen these FaceTimes trying to FaceTime Logan and Carlos and I are we're like Dude, this is so <laughs> sick. You get there, and realize. he's on the FaceTime, and he's like, that's great, guys. I'm happy <laughs> yeah. for you, you know? And I'm like, we should all come down. He's like, yeah, maybe, I don't know, you know? And, There's and a lot then, of tequila consumed. That right, and right, cafecitos. Right. And oh I'm like, gosh, no wonder you guys are having such a good yeah. time. Caffeine Cuban and alcohol. Little Cuban yeah. coffees. Dude, Cuban coffees? Have you ever had one? No. Cafecitos. It's like so 20 good. coffees in one. But it's funny, 20 coffees and 20 grams like of sugar. That Ooh, much. Yeah. You have a bunch of them. They're dangerous. And these, and like in the studio, like every two hours, they'll come in with a little tray, like, quick cafecito, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> they listen. Oh. They listen to the EP. It's like, you guys really go about 180 BPM for sure. Pretty much. By the way, is this the first time you guys have done anything in Spanish? Spanish? Technically, yes. We haven't released. There yeah, was a world. Did, you, did we? We had a worldwide. Thing, we but... we did it once in Mexico, I think. Oh, we're live or like no, actually, no, no, no. but we've never actually. Honestly, released. we were also just kicking ourselves, going, "We have so much success down here, and so many fans that that love to hear us speak Spanish. Yeah. Why have we not They've done been this before? For years. I mean, so this yeah. was the time Name another it. boy band, American boy band that has done a dedicated Spanglish EP. They can. You got Logan out here going, "Ay, qué rico sabe." <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna hear some good Spanish. Yeah, you it's guys good. Speak Spanish. Oh, I'm you a quarter Spanish, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you're not the only. We, one. we, you know, we do a uh, Duolingo, right? I actually am. I'm 30 well, days First of all, Carlos speaks Spanish. <laughs> well, I don't know why he does this. He, he speaks Spanish. Right. I speak conversation. I speak with tequila. L.A. Spanish. <laughs> Southern California Spanish. Hey. It's more than you might think. It's enough. And the other the other thing is my pronunciation is really good. Not that I know what I'm saying, but I'm really good at mimicking. Dude, after after two weeks in Miami, this guy was darker than me, and like everything he was saying was like this. And I'm like, why are you talking like that? He replied to me on text, and I was like, well, how did everything go? He's like, bueno, baby. Who are you right now? We were in the car. Then us Latinos got to stick together. We were in the car. He was like yell. He had road rage, but he was talking in like a Spanish accent. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. There's it's infectious. <laughs> when is this EP coming? Uh, probably top of next year. Well, we're actually going to tease one or two songs this summer. We're going to release yeah. one yes, or two to start it shows, off. You're gonna yeah. Oh, and then, and then end of July. Uh, right. right. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Right. Expect a bunch, a couple of English and a couple of Spanglish songs throughout the summer. You know, the hardest part of doing it ourselves this time is keeping track of everything. Because well, it's like, man, making deadlines. all these different yeah. decisions. Like, literally everything from the smallest little thing to the biggest thing is coming through a group text. Well, we've had to split that's the artist's mind with the artist's mind, and that's been so hard true. sometimes. To yeah. keep track, we have group text for choreography, we have group text for merch, we have group text for touring, group we have group text for, text for, the, ba- for the band and management, we have group text for just the band. Uh, <laughs> it's too many. It's a lot. That's what it takes. Yeah. Yeah. It's and fun. It's I'm just you. saying it's hard to keep track of sometimes. But it, it, it's fun. It has to be exciting. Yeah. Other people exciting. like, guys, I have group text for free, so. Wah, <laughs> <laughs> wah. We're also no, not complaining. It's in that way. We kind of need to make sure that we manage. I mean, for, for this merch for the tour, we have gone through five different iterations. Wow. And they, three different companies. They, they probably hate us, but <laughs> we are very specific. And, right. we, and, and we want to give our fans the best that we can offer. It looks amazing. and boy, is it So just so you know, oh, if you go to so a show nice. and you are looking at the merchandise, you go, I wonder how involved these guys are in this stuff. It's like very. almost too much. <laughs> like we're very involved. We're going to be out there and be like, does it fit well? It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Yeah. Very it really comes about, in the right places. Yeah. Yeah. There's songs that the fans have asked for that like were featured in the show or featured real brief. Let me stop you right there. We're going to deliver that. <laughs> we're going to deliver. Like epic? 
Oh, maybe gosh. not that one. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Hold on. How did that, that one even go? I wrote epic. Wait, I don't even remember how. Night. Obviously, it wasn't um, that epic. So. Oh, wait. <laughs> didn't we release that, like, just in the like, UK? You know, it was a year the UK? The German. The Ger- yeah. German out. We had a specific one out yes. in Europe. That's yes, right. That so good. it is available technically. But it's also, that was a huge producer. Like, we should maybe redo that one. But we've had discussions. Epic about is a dated songs. term. In fact, we're throwing it in one or two on a live show we've reproduced. That people have been asking for. I don't want to give away any secrets like here. Like paralyzed? But maybe it's paralyzed. Just paralyzed. <laughs> <laughs> and just to you know, set expectations, it is definitely not epic. Yeah. Um, it's not epic. Yeah, no. But Love Me Again. Okay, we cool. Play some of with the original lyrics. With the OG lyrics that Nickelodeon made us change. Oh. Because we said, I want to touch you like I did before. And now we said, I have to hold you like I did before. So we... We took it back. Holding involves touching. Hold yeah. on. Hold on. <laughs> Fun story, though. I mean, that's just so, a fact. So they they, they make <laughs> right. us change the lyrics. We're not happy about it. We were in Argentina on tour. So we literally got my camera, and we shot a one-shot video as we waited for the elevator in our hotel. Oh, that's right. Holding, holding this thing, right? And just shooting. I remember that little yeah, black shot like, on one or two. A, a one-shot video w- with the original song, with the original lyrics, and we uploaded it to uh, YouTube. And we're like, we're putting the original one up. And that one has way more views. Than- <laughs> That's pretty baller. Yeah. And yeah, we almost got fired for it. But yeah. <laughs> no, but that might have been one of, the, worth it. one of the first few times that we were like, why are you trying? Like, it's it's not that bad. Like, yeah. come on. Take control. Yeah. I mean, I don't even remember all the lyrics, but I just know that Touch was one that got... Well, actually, it's amazing. I almost said we should do the original lyric. It was, it got that sex appeal. You know, th- instead of this is just unreal and that was You know what's sexy? funny? This is that now, appeal? now it's like these guys are like rolling their eyes because the people who come in here and do interviews, their lyrics are way, oh, crazy. way wow. crazy. But I know standards yeah. and practices at Nickelodeon right. and yeah. they go through a whole different criteria and... <laughs> He's like, sex appeal? I saw your face. You're well, like, is we that We just bad? had someone in here who has had a song called Masturbation Song. Yeah. Stop it. Oh, role model. Well, yeah, we're in a different generation now. Yeah. Right. We're, it's, I think it really is about shock value at this point. Everybody said everything, and so it's getting to the point where it's even less about creativity, all due respect, and there's a lot of songs that are coming out just because they have the F word 17 times in it because it was a challenge on TikTok. And it's like this kind of shock value thing that is all good, but that's certainly never been our, our brand. But you know, masturbation song, you never know. Big yeah. Time Rush yeah, cover yeah, that yeah. song, <laughs> you know? You just never know. <laughs> You're live. We've got a lot of experience. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Kendall certainly does. Thank you guys so much oh. for the interview. <laughs> Uh, he is a master debater. Let me tell you that much. There you go. Your live show is unlike it. Like your live show is crazy. I remember very. Do you remember? I mean, of course you remember. Love that segue. Yeah. We're not going to cover tra- Kendall's OnlyFans account coming up here. There's a live show that's even more crazy. Yep. Are, you, are the trampolines going to make a comeback this uh, summer? We wanted to. They're just so expensive. Insurance yeah. is outrageous. Well, yeah. I'm not so sure Kittle's back and legs can take yeah, it. Yeah. I don't know why my their back is hurting. Logan's, that is true. That is true. Logan's back is hurting like the last two days. Let's, I have a chronic issue, okay? Let's not make fun of people. <laughs> it's called getting old, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm chronically getting Logan. older. I'm not gonna lie though, every time we, we choreograph me throwing a backflip, Juju Logan and I, I just kinda go like when will it be enough? Yeah. <laughs> when do we stop? When, when do I need to stop proving that I can do this shit? Is this, <laughs> it's like your party trick. It is. I can do a backflip. Yeah, every time I worry about my back and my knees, <laughs> it's like, one day it's going to give out. Well, you got a little bit more weight turning around in the air. I do. I'm I'm like, these, these legs, man, I put on some size during quarantine. It's a lot harder. Look at these ribs. He's busting out I'm of his jelly, you know, It's a lot more weight to get over my head. That's James, scary. James, come on. Yeah, come on. Come on. <laughs> yeah. While you retire the backflips, are they that important? No, they're not. Oh, they're, oh well, why don't retire them? Then I'm going to feel old. Listen, right? they don't have <laughs> the data I actually saw. They have you're like, listen. Yeah. I got to prove it to myself. <laughs> it's true. I will say, from, from what we know, because we don't, we haven't seen it in person yet, um, our stage is going to be incredible. Yeah. I mean, so, the renderings look great. It's like, amazing. <laughs> when will you, when you, like, you're in rehearsals now, but, like, right. is there going to be a stage of rehearsals where you actually get to We're perform We're building on stage? a mock stage next week. We don't have the height so, for it to be the appropriate height, yeah. but the width and dimensions would be about the but same. But in D.C., we'll have the full yeah, stage. Yeah, then we, we stage have, like, it three, three or four days. With everything, lighting, tech, that whole thing. Which yeah. is going to be needed. Tech uh, rehearsals. I mean, believe it or not, like, it's, and, and now especially more than ever, like, it's expensive to go on tour. Oh, yeah. Like, and also, like, everybody, um, you're competing with a lot of people for crew yeah, and everybody's for touring, do you, know, able to do you know just to have and a gas screen, alone is twice what it should be. Oh, don't say that. Just to have a screen 
and we don't have any screens, but just like one basic screen package on the back, it's a million dollars for a couple months. Yeah. Wow. One million dollars. Mm -hmm. It's like one million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> then you gotta figure out how to move it. And well, I mean, but that's like, like a truck. Oh yeah. I mean, that I'm, is the cost. This, yeah, yeah. It's all together. Uh, all together. And truck, then there's more crew. People, crew, this. But I'm happy we don't have a screen this time. Yeah. I mean, we have so much stuff going on stage. Well, we so have a lot of like it's really it's, it's gonna look good. Spectacular. We had to be more creative on on like other things, yeah. but like what's cool is that you can spend not as much and get a lot more visually than just Ooh. a screen. So yeah, look, Logan and I are throwing backflips. What more do you want? <laughs> all right, and we're causing you never know. Paying them a buck, the backflip, a buck right. twenty-five a backflip. You know? Well, the other that, thing—that's the day I'll stop. Something <laughs> catastrophic happens. Stop. So it might be the show you show up at, guys. If you haven't bought tickets, let this encourage you. It's like NASCAR. You don't this, go to watch that. Where happened, James? I don't know. Really watch for Chris. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. No, but like honestly, NASCAR you... fans hate big time. <laughs> it's a known fact. <laughs> No, you all moved like I've never seen another group move on stage. Truly, the choreography, obviously, but, like, the physicality of the show. Like, I remember very vividly PNC Bank Art Center. It was yeah, Victoria yeah. Justice, yeah. big-time rush uh, tour era. And, like, at one point, you're out in the middle of the freaking fields and the amphitheater, and you're it's it, the running, and the, it, it's, it's yeah, we said we were going to tone it down. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Honestly, we constantly try and be like, maybe you'll make it a little less strenuous. But the truth is, that's part of what we do best. Yeah. Entertain on stage. And so we can't stand still to save our lives. And we, we'll we be running around, dancing, moving a lot. Headset mics? No, no, no. We prefer regular handheld mics. Cool. But we move our choreography around where we just do it one-sided or we switch. You remember those, stands. though? They sound better. The headset stuff just it rarely sounds the way that it should because you can't control the distance yeah, so not only that but it's kind of annoying yeah. like they, it doesn't like feel it. good you gotta wear the tape on it like, yeah. I don't know. they don't pick up the sound as well how was that first rehearsal a couple months ago when you guys were practicing for the first shows did it go for the well? first ones it was that really was rough. rough it was rough yeah. well, we had to put together an entire show we hadn't done in eight years in, in, in like two not, weeks yeah no less or than that it was like 10 days yeah no something it was it was extremely stressful not gonna lie but having said that i'm so glad that we did it not only to play the shows but now going into rehearsal last so week, much. Yeah. we're not starting from scratch. And that has been such a blessing. Totally. Yeah. And we're doing something like 25 or 26 songs. Like it's, it's like, it's like an hour and a half, hour 45 show. At I mean, least. It might yeah, end it might up, be, with the way we talk, it might end up being two hours. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we cut one of those songs. Just throw that out. <laughs> so, <laughs> epic. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of song we actually weren't going to play. Right. How are you putting together the set list? Are you obviously curating from the past? <laughs> And, well, it's yeah. we've inc included a lot of requests from fans. They don't know it quite yet because they don't know the set list, but we're seeing what we see on Twitter and, and IG and TikTok. Um, and then it's been a nice balance of, hey, we got some new music we're going to play. We're going to play some unheard music. And then, of course, we're going to take our favorites of the old songs and reproduce them. We're going to play them. They're going to sound fresh. Are you guys adding any solo music to this during your solo projects? Not, Not on this for this one. one. No, we thought it was important to kind of keep the band together. We talked about it, but it just was like... We, were, we have so much music to play. Don't I miss when I said that? I think I whistled. We have so much music to play that, you know, maybe in the future we're definitely not ruling that out, but we want to give the fans proper big time rush. Yes, this is a, we're not planning on this being our only tour. Yeah. Like, we want we want oh, yeah. to tour for a while. Also, I got a solo song that I'm, one of, I'm working on called Hollywood Has Been. I'm not exactly sure it would fly with the big time rush set. <laughs> yeah, but it's nice to get that plug in anyway. <laughs> Hollywood has been coming out. Coming out, uh, unknown date. 20, 2032. 2032. Plug. Yeah. Well, the song is like three and a half years old, so I don't know if it's coming out anytime soon. It may never come out. It may never come out. My next single. Are you going to eventually go back and re-record and re-release records? We talked about it. We've talked about it. It's kind of a contractual thing. We just don't know how that exactly works. We're figuring it out. Yeah. Also, the new music is taking over our lives. Yeah. We're so excited about what we're making now that we kind of are not even, I don't know, paying attention so much to the Yeah, we don't have the time, if we're being honest. But that's the right way to be. Again, like, I I think there's a massive lane that is as wide as the day is long. Totally. So, like, like go for it. Yeah. Like, really, truly. You are... Is this a poet? summertime day? It's wise or? beyond his years. <laughs> you're so I, I, wise. I'm being honest, like, but am I wrong? Like, think no, about you're not it. Wrong. Like, no, you're totally the, right. The, the other artists that are in your lane are mostly K-pop artists that are creating a different sound, that craft a different experience. But I do think that like what you guys represent have some similarities. And I do think that like the building blocks of a K-pop group do apply here, which is what I said before, which is you're all your own individual color, but when you come together, you make something yeah. amazing. Do you want to start a record label? 
Uh, yeah, like do you it. want to get signed eventually? Like, what's what what's the like? Do you want? Do you care to do that? We really. don't care it's to. Scary. It, it, look, it, if and when it makes sense, we're obviously not opposed to it. But we're in a really awesome, lucky position where we don't have right. to right now. Yeah. So I mean, how many people, how many artists can go on a forty-four date tour, sell three hundred thousand tickets, and, and not have yeah. a label? Well, you know Phew. better than most people, having eight hundred cooks in the kitchen doesn't make your life Four easier. Four is too many. Went through that for Already. so long. So as cool as any label might be, it's going to be X amount of more people throwing yes. in opinions on everything. And it's been having so much fun. We didn't want to ruin that the first time out. But the, And by the way, you saying that gave me goosebumps because the truth is like, they could ruin it real easy. Oh, totally. yeah. Well, here's the thing. I've thought about this far too many times. You all have. So many people, anything with the execs, the suits that show up to either a music session mm-hmm. or a photo shoot, there's three executives there, right? The photo might be perfect, the song might be perfect, but if none of them make a change, why are they there? Mm-hmm. What are they getting paid to do? So they have to do something. So they're changing things that need not be changed just to do need something. Not, that change. need not be changed. <laughs> no, but it's it's like, the horror stories no. of like you know Beyonce trying to release a record that she was super passionate about, but they they can it because they want to go with something else. I mean, we really wanted this to be our own thing. Oh, so starting out. this makes me think of this new revolution of um, artists saying that they really want to release a song, but they can't because the label says it needs to go viral on TikTok yeah. first, and then that TikTok goes viral yeah. and achieves the same goal. <laughs> And then it's happened a few times now where I'm starting to think, is this the strategy? Say that, like, we should probably just say that our label won't let us release a song. <laughs> totally, yeah, I know, <laughs> Even though we don't have a label, be like, <laughs> our label won't let us release this. And then it goes viral on TikTok. And then that's the thing. Yeah, but, but we'll I'm kidding, it's, obviously. It's but, such crap. <laughs> so look, at, look at all these, like, publicity teams. They're like, okay, great. Here's my idea. Make a TikTok and let's hope it goes viral. I'm like, What? That's what the is, answer. What, what is your job? Your job is to get it out there, not to make a TikTok and hope that it goes viral. Their relevancy, executives in that stature matter less and less with every passing day. And the more democratized media becomes, it's they. Their job has been about relationships with the gatekeepers, oh, yeah. and when there are no more gates to be kept, because everybody has the ability to. Tend to those fields. Like, based at this somehow point. it still feels like there is gates. Well, there's there definitely are gates. Play the well, there is, like, yeah. I, I think, like, and, and, and here's the deal, like, what, why, there's so many reasons why I think you guys are going to thrive and really have more hits, frankly, than I think you've ever had, like, at this point in your career and moving forward. And you've had incredible records, like, really, truly, like, even preparing, listening back to songs that, like, really were such a big part of my day-to-day soundtrack back in the day has been such a joy. Were we your childhood? <laughs> you were my childhood, bro. <laughs> I remember when you were, quote-unquote, a child. So no, 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 no. You say nice things about us currently. Go ahead. No, but, like, um, you have the ability to, like, there are gates, but I think the gates that you need to climb over are easier today for you to do it than ever before, and I think you guys doing it on your own allows you flexibility and freedom to conquer that shit without anybody else's agenda to get in the way. And I think that is priority because Mm like if you're at a label, you are victim to every other executive's agenda and every other passion project that they have attached to themselves. Plus the superstars that are on top of that, that are already guaranteed placement. So you have a lot of opportunity to like really fuck shit up proper. Right. And the right playlist looks can change your entire life Absolutely. because people already know you. You know, that's so beautiful. That's the right music and the I right playlist. That. Amen. <laughs> All that being said, hey, uh, follow us on TikTok at the time. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> if, if you don't mind, let's get those numbers up, guys. Uh, oh, fall. Great song out now. Tell us about it. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I like it. Go. Um, well, I got to say that. So the, the song is uh, very catchy and just felt like a great way to to start this next summer. phase of music yeah. and summer off. We got, like I said, a bunch more music coming out. But then the music video, we kind of were surprised by because we had this plan to shoot a music video. Our guy Aaron, who does our digital content, was with us in Miami, and we didn't have the time. We never got around to like shooting what we thought was going to be the hero shot of this video. So we thought, man, too bad. We're going to have to figure this out later. Then he sends us a cut like two weeks after Miami. He goes, yo, check out this, this music video I made. And it was 90% done. We are like, how did you... He put from just filming all behind the scenes, all the... He just put together this idea in his head, didn't tell us about it, and sent us this. So basically, all we had to do is go and throw in a couple performance shots, and the thing was done. So props to Aaron. It's one of my favorite videos we've 
we've done. Also, there's so an organic. Easter egg in this song <clears throat> that when it was being written, we had just found out about uh, the. So it was a possibility that we were going to play Madison Square Garden, and then we found out in the session that we had, that we booked it. <laughs> and so in the song it says selling out the garden. The first line is sure brings out the flavor, no MSG. Selling mm-hmm. out the garden, she's a VIP. Oh, that's great. Right? And uh, that when that show comes around, it will be sold out. Sick. Oh, so cool. the song is out now, huh? Yeah, it's it it out be. today. I picked, I picked up on it. You'd like it, though. <laughs> I, it's phenomenal. It's a little Palm Springs yeah, jammer. Fun. It's a little elevator music. What's your favorite yeah. part? Maybe you have an app yeah, so The part where you talk about like Madison Square Garden, it's just so amazing. That's not He loves it. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, but I was thinking when you guys have always wanted to perform at Madison Square Garden, is there like a song you've always envisioned yourselves like singing there in front of a sold out crowd? I mean, Fall could be one of them. I don't, I don't know. know. It's gotta be one Dude, of them. the one that comes out on MSG, I think oh, that yeah. one's gonna be. Just we also like, have a song coming out that is day. Is that yeah? Now you know. Right. Oh, I mean, I think it's fine. Just, this is a perfect place to announce it. We have a song coming out on June thirtieth as well. What's it called, Kendall? Oh, wow, can we talk about that? Yeah, care. Well, well, it doesn't Why matter. Not? There's no we rules. Do it it is wait, wait, hold on. Our label needs us to get a viral TikTok before we can talk about it. Our label just got releases, but it's called Honey. If you guys want to hear it. Our label, we just made our manager, Leo, who's over there going, what the f***? It's all right, Leo. It's cool, buddy. Isn't that crazy that you can make these decisions? Yeah, it is kind of nice. Immediately, right here, we're like, wait a minute, should we it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. Whatever. Let me consult with the label, the four of you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, dude. There's no rules We're anymore. the label, guys. Yeah. yeah. Actually, technically, hey, we should are. should we sign some other artists to us? Do you have any music? Honestly. I tapped in. You guys have any music? Do you rap, bro? I can rap. I love it. I can't rap. I love it. You don't want that. He's like, I'd like to see you wiggle, wiggle. <laughs> By the way, you should really go see Big Time Rush on tour. There's a link in the description below. Also, a link to all their music and all the DSPs, but really, listen to them on Amazon Music. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, nice. Thank you. Good job. Thank <laughs> you for that. <laughs> His auctioneer voice came out. He's like, and go see the guy's song coming out never tomorrow and again on June 10th. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Watching you guys be free and be able to do your own thing is really awesome. And I I, I, I imagine that it is scary, but it also has to be relieving. Right? Yeah, right. Well, yeah. it certainly it was more scary before we knew it was going to happen. And I, back to the beginning of this conversation, we had high hopes, but... We've, we've exceeded expectations every step of the way and that's because just finally of the fans, having fun. So yeah. We just want to say thank you. This is more fun, I think, than we had before. Yeah, totally. And we want to keep it going. Just to, pers- to put it into perspective, the first photo shoot we ever did, they made us all wear boots. <laughs> like, they made us wear boots. I didn't mind. Kendall had a meltdown because he only, he only, he only wanted no, to wear no, pants. No. I didn't have a meltdown. <laughs> they melted down. <laughs> I just said very firmly that I wear Vans, and that's, and I that's wear, it. I wear Vans. Ironically, but, he's wearing boots right now. But, for those of you guys, <laughs> that's, that's that's what reminded me. We literally they like which I from got day one, from a photo shoot. Day one, they told us that we had to wear boots, and now we're here, and we can literally do whatever we. And do. I we can, can wear, wear boots, boots if, if I want, want to. <laughs> All right, those boots were made for walking. Uh, I don't know what those boots are made for. But... No, they're not made for walking. These are so uncomfortable. Are you going to dance in them? No, I brought regular shoes. So you, yeah, you just, want to you just wore them? Yeah, I got hey, do they loosen up at all? Well, I mean, eventually, yeah. Ones, so they're pretty loose. Okay. Well, you uh, you got to wear them in. I don't know if these ones are recommended. They <laughs> certainly don't feel like real leather. Jesus. Yeah, anyway. We digress. Tour. You're going on the road with Dixie D'Amelia. Yes. yes. Are. And then and the last part of it is going to be Spencer Sutherland. Oh, he's so talented. Isn't he? So good. Yeah, he's a good buddy. Wow. And you guys get to pick your own openers, right? You right. curated yeah. this yeah. yourself? Right. We literally asked Dixie after we met her at Jingle Ball. We're like, hey, would you ever consider this? And that's how it started. She was a fan of us. So she was coming off the stage. We were going on and she had like a moment of like, I, I know I'm so you. sorry. Yeah, like, we know you we're too. like, yeah, come on over. Yeah. So we took a photo with her and she, and then later on, James did a little... Uh, did a Facebook chat with yeah. her. And then, and then he was like, hey, what do you think about opening? And she was like... Yeah, I threw that into conversation just casually. And he was like, you know, and hey, maybe, hey, you could open for us. Which is a lot of music coming out. It's perfect timing. Like it's, We've it's got yeah, Dixie for 20, first 26 shows and Spencer for the last 18. Spencer's very talented. He has no music coming too, so it worked yeah. out perfectly. You get to use your community that you built, bring in new artists, bring in artists that you believe in, bring in artists that you want to be on the road with you. Yeah. I mean, it's a valuable slot to give to somebody. And that's your power. Well, Again, we'd like we to think so. Yeah. Some new artists, Carlos. I was just about right. to say, 
Let's bring it Should back to that. We have a management company we're building called yeah. BTR Management. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Maybe. Gustavo is going to be one of the key oh, executives. We're going to solid rock it. records. <laughs> it started off good. I was excited. Now, excitement back to We're going to call it rock records. Cold blood of zero. <laughs> you know what? It's not a bad name. It's not a bad rock idea. Records. Rock <laughs> records. <laughs> and just okay. throw it back to the show. And I'm done. Seriously, go see the time. Link in the description. Rock records, actually. You're onto something here. I I I, 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 I bet you people would be records. proud. Like if we signed some dope artists, they'd be like, "Yo, I'm on Rock Records." They'd be like, "Sick." I'm telling you, I have an idea for a TV show. We're gonna get sued by Nickelodeon for that one. Let's talk about it after. Big Time Records isn't a terrible name. Yeah, that's true. It works for it's everything, bro. It was the name of every TV, every episode. Yeah. Big Time. We should Beach do party. like listen. You can do ah, Big Time next soap. time, next time you're on iTunes, you go know. to one of our songs and just look on the bottom for the little, uh, like the new ones. The new songs. Look at the label. The label. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You'll see. Just, just go look at what we put under this. That's. I want to get. That's fun. Yeah. We'll have to do it. <laughs> that's fun. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I'll take it. Oh my god. The acronym's still BTR, but it's not Big Time Rush. <laughs> I appreciate you guys taking the time and energy today. It's so great. You guys are the best. I see it right now. It's bought the rights. Yes! Isn't that great? It's not bad. Literally the name of the label we created. It's not bad. That's baller. You guys are your own bosses, and that's amazing. And I'm so excited for this next chapter and new era of your music. Really? God, congrats on all your continued success. You guys are killing it. It's all facade. I I really appreciate it. It literally is all facade. That's true. It's That's all true. a facade right now. But it will no, be a no. real facade soon. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, everybody. We're so proud of you. Thank you, man. Hello, beautiful human. Thank you so much for listening to our conversation with Big Time Rush. I really do appreciate you. Please subscribe to our podcast and let us know who we should interview next. At Sex Show on any form of social media. And a big reminder, you're live every day on Amazon Zam. It's a brand new radio service bringing you commercial-free music and real friends every day. There's a link in the description. Now please be safe, hug your family if you can, do not go to jail, and have a great day. I'll talk to you real soon. Today's show is hosted and executive produced by Zach Sang. It was also executive produced by Michael D. Ratner, Scott Ratner, Dylan Martyr, Dan Zolot, Joshua Rusak, and Olivia Rudensky. Music by James Ashuto. Senior producer, Caitlin Plummer. Associate producer, Eve Bishop. Production sound mixing on today's show was done by Alex Goins, Nico Pierce, and Joseph Hartshorn. Sound mixing was done by Daniel Chavez-Crook and Ivan Wayman. Post-production manager was Caroline Rude. Production manager was Michelle Doristock. And our production coordinator was Bryce Herlis. And that was an episode of The Zach Sang Show. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>